the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Welcome back to The Superiority Complex. The socially distant edition of the uh, podcast, your new favorite podcast, your new favorite socially distant podcast. We're all broadcasting remotely from different parts of the globe. We have John Sandy. Howdy. We have Patrick. Hi. We have Jake. Thanks for almost forgetting my name. Well, I was going to say, I was going to do it. I was going to do it. I almost said Dan Handsome. It's almost said Handsome Dan Handsome. Because so. that's what it says on the. Who's getting a call right now? For God's sake. I'm about to. Oh, for the love of, for the love of Christ. I'm about to introduce the most important piece of the puzzle. Oh, boy. <laughs> Justine. All right. Hola. Hi, Justine. What happened? Are you in a tunnel? What's going on over there? No. You sound like you're in a tunnel. You're in bed, aren't you? I'm not in a tunnel. Yeah. I can tell. That's where she likes to record from. Uh, what? Uh, well, usually videos, though. Hello. Hey. How's the quarantine treating everybody? What's in check in, guys? Let the people at know. Let the people at home know that you're staying home. You're staying safe and staying healthy. We went out shopping yesterday. God damn it. We found toilet paper. It was great. Nice. Where did you find toilet paper? Target. Yes. They had them behind guest services. You could buy one at a time. They also had paper towels and hand sanitizer. Beautiful. Really? It was behind guest behind guest services, huh? Yeah, I just walked up. They had a stack of them behind there. I'm like, are those for sale? They're like, yeah, but you can only get one. It was like, oh, cool. Uh, I'll take one. Yeah, one of each, please. Yeah. Uh oh. Although toilet paper is kind of useless with the bidet. Oh, you- no, the whole the whole reason you bought it. Yeah, we we uh, we, we we caught a video of Patrick. Uh, um, he was uh, installing a bidet. I don't know how you crawled in between the sink and the toilet, and yet it looked like you were standing to up somehow. You looked. So. <laughs> it was a, it was an interesting position. How is it it's now? A weird, it's a weird toilet to install. That's what she said. Does the bidet? So if you've got a bidet, why do you need toilet paper? I don't. I'm just saying. Ah. But now you ah. have the option. I mean, for whatever strikes your mood. You still need to like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, me and Justine being from non-white cultures, you really gotta, you gotta get in there. So the water helps, but it's not like a replacement. No, it's not a replacement. It's just less toilet paper. Yes, yes, yes. It's just a few sheets to dry. You're you're stretching that. Yeah, it doesn't replace, guys. Don't you don't just get in the shower and let let it run. You got to get in there. You do sometimes after those big ones. <laughs> oh, that's different. That's a, that's a that's if I'm out on the road. But the second I get home, we're getting in there and we're 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 gonna we're gonna do some deep cleaning. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh well, God. so far this is this is sparkling conversation. So well, <laughs> so let me ask you this about the bidet: is the water is the water warm? Yes, it can be. Yes, oh, it can be. Warm. So, no, it is warm. It is? Yeah. 
Yeah, it has the option to either be warm or cold. Oh, why would you want cold? I don't know, but it's an option. <laughs> I don't know anybody that would want cold. You want- <laughs> would you? I mean, unless you would be a weird surprise. <laughs> unless you want to be, unless you're like one of those people that's a, that's a slow riser. Then all of a sudden, you you need that little little. Oh, that'll wake you right. Yeah, right. First thing yeah. in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm so sleepy. Hold on, I'll be right back. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> so it works well. Yeah, I mean, the best part's got a nice heated seat, so like it's never a cold toilet seat. What did that? What did that cost oh, you? It's not like. It's not that awkward warm from like somebody else was just there. It's actually like a comfortable warm. <laughs> what are you talking wow. about? That's the best part of that's the best part of being married in a relationship. You don't want it from another like another dude. Like if you're at work and you have to like like that's why I won't go at work. That's why I don't. I only drop anchor in foreign water. I don't drop anchor in foreign waters. I only go home port only. Yeah, because you don't want to come in and get some weird warmth. <laughs> But if it's yeah. your if it's your significant other, that that's different. You share everything, you know, so that's fine. You share the the oh my butt, God. you share butt warmth. <laughs> Nicole, we're so sorry. This is, this conversation is taking a weird turn, and I don't care. I've been locked up for days. I'm I'm going with it. You have time to, you have time to ponder these things when you're in uh, quarantine alone. In the yeah, <clears throat> but everybody else is good. John, how are how are you doing? Do you have a bidet over there? What's going on? You're you're well supplied, right? <laughs> Uh, no bidet, just a garden hose. Yay, that works. <laughs> yeah. Dun, 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 dun. I'm doing fine. Yeah, not even your garden hose. You use the neighbors. Hey. That's right. Hello. That's right. I knock on the door. You don't, like you don't mind if I take your garden hose, do you? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hee haw. Suddenly, bit. suddenly, I become Jim Varney. Yeah, yeah. it's a hee haw bit. Um, Jake. Hee-haw. Jake, how are you and Sandy holding down up there? You guys good? You locked it down? Yeah, we're locking it down. We're Sandy only Sandy. going out and getting supplies once every week or so. Listen, guys, the wow, person so you should stock up as much as we can. The person you should worry about the least is Jake. I see some of the stuff that Sandy's making for you, and you're eating like a king mm-hmm. over there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I've been making okay. um, pork carnitas. We had steak yesterday. We had like a little in like a quarantine date night. Yeah, I saw that steak. That was a nice, juicy steak. You had the fireplace Thank going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the virtual fireplace. The virtual fireplace on the TV, yeah. So And a bear and, rug. And a bear skin rug. Oh, and Jake was bear, too. Hello. Hello. Jeez. <laughs> it's quarantine time, dude. Who cares? There's going to be so and many babies in the next nine months, let me tell you. Who on the, yeah. Which one of us on the podcast will end up pregnant? Probably me. I will. <laughs> I will end up pregnant. Just Jake. That'd be cool. What would you name the baby, Jake? Quarantine. Uh, COVID. Wow. COVID. Or Corey. Corona. That way they don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. Did Justine say name it Quarantini? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a dance. Um, hey, come on, everybody, do the quarantini! Come on, baby, do the quarantini! Um, <laughs> Dance probably would have been in one of the movies we watched this week. Yes, what did we watch this week? I forgot. Uh, oh, Top Secret America and Top Secret. All right, we're going to get to those, but first, I want to find out what you guys have been watching during the quarantine. What have you been watching? Give us some Netflix recommendations, Justine. Um, I've been watching Game of Thrones. (laughs) 
Excellent. I've heard that's a really good show. It is a great show. There's a lot of things that I missed, and now I have a whole little theory on it. Oh, really? What's your theory? That their mom, Caitlin, when she was making those little prayer circles, that's how Bran and John got their little powers. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. She only prayed for those two bi- those two kids. Hmm. Maybe. And they survived. Mm, I think it's nonsense. Well, she made, when Bran fell, she made that little prayer circle. And then when John was little, he had chicken pox, or he had pox, and then she did that prayer for him to keep him alive. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But I mean, those are the only two we know of. Who's to say she didn't do it for the other kids? She was trying to do one for, she was. In the middle of making one for Rob Stark, but she didn't finish it. I don't know. I don't think that's nonsense. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She comes back as a... In the book, she comes back as a zombie Caitlin. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Stoneheart, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd throw that out there. What, uh, Patrick, what are you watching? you got to have something better than Game of Thrones. Um, I'm sorry, it's not. It's new, but it's trash TV for sure. Um, it's uh, on Netflix called Tiger King. Well, nope, we're not talking about that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Patrick, Please try to make me watch it. We're it's not, trash TV. We're not talking about it. <laughs> wow. But, well, just because I keep seeing the memes, and I, like, I already don't want to watch it. Like, I was like, oh, this looks, yeah. this looks interesting, and then... Uh, the amount of memes I saw come out of it made me go, meh. It just mm. it takes so many ridiculous twists and turns that it's just I, I it's heard, like reality TV documentary. I've style. heard that they they are reopening that cold case though because of the documentary. It's interesting. I mean, I it's it's not great. It's not like oh my god, this is the next best. You know, this isn't making a murderer, but it's entertaining. Okay, I'll accept so, that. Like, you can. Yeah, it's not. It's not like oh my god, there's so many theories, blah blah blah. It's just like, hey, it's dumb, funny. This guy is ridiculous, and these people are insane, and it's all real life people. All right, I'm gonna accept that you watched it. Yeah, and you enjoyed. It. <laughs> Jake, what do you got, buddy? Uh, I haven't really been watching much. I've been more games that I've been catching up on. Or go for it, man. What have you been playing, bro? Um, playing a lot of Rocket League. Love it. That's been a lot of fun. And me and Patrick have been doing playing some uh, Factorio. What is that? That one's fun. It is a, it's an open, it's like an open world, um, like building game where you just build and make uh, efficient machines, crafting. It's like different. one giant Rube Goldberg machine almost. Oh, that sounds Man. great. Wow. Yeah. Very satisfying. Yeah, it is. Well, you had us at Rube Goldberg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. Like you have to just make a bunch of shit to work. Yeah, you gotta get you gotta get stone to make brick to make brick to make this to this this just like an endless cycle of getting this to make that. Yeah. I love it's it. It's nice calm. Sort of. Uh John, what have you been watching? You got uh, your hold up there, you got uh you got your massive movie library there. What do you got? What, 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 have, we, what have we been? Win- I can't even talk. What have we been dipping into, John? What do you got? Tapes, uh, records. Wa- 
Yeah, I got I got piles of DVDs. I've been watching a lot of Turner Classics. Uh, nice. But last night I watched a movie called Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, oh, two two things, John. Real quick, but real quick, John. Not to interrupt. If you if you watch Turner Classic today, and I should have called you yesterday, yes. it's Toshiro Mifune's birthday. So they're running. I caught that they're doing like five movies. They're running uh, all of the Toshiro Mifune uh, Kurosawa movies. So Seven Samurai, Hidden Fortress, Sanjuro, yeah. Yojimbo. They're all on there today. I'm actually recording them all on my DVR because I have yeah. some of them on DVD, but not all of them. And there's a couple of the the more contemporary ones like High and Low and Red Red Beard are yeah. on there too. You've been because you've been recommending High and Low for years, right? Uh, High and Low, Sanjuro, Yojimbo, all of them. The Stray Dog was on there. So I don't know if you got to catch any of those, but uh, hopefully, I think it's well, still, I think I saw, it runs all day. Yeah, I think it's running into the evening, too. So I'm going to try to watch as many of those as I can tonight. Awesome. Uh, but go ahead. You, you watched Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, that was a hell of a lot of fun. God, what a, what a wild movie. Right? It's just crazy. And you're right. He's kind of doing John Wayne almost through the whole movie. He's doing a John Wayne voice. You know? <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, but you did it. Did it? Uh, did you love it though? I, I want to know that you. Yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was great. It's it just it's like the only movie I could think of that uh, it's really a one of a kind movie. The one movie I, I kind of reminded me of was Buckaroo Banzai, which is a movie yeah, I so don't I I don't. That movie never quite grabbed me like it does other people, but uh, well, you know, it's funny. Um, it's another one that's kind of like action comedy with a lot of wild stuff attached. And uh, I looked it up, and it turns out the guy that directed Buckaroo Banzai uh, co-wrote Big Trouble in Little China. Ah, uh, there you go. So yeah. there, so there is a connection. But uh, yeah, but that was a hell of a lot of fun. But just really weird, man. That was the weirdest <laughs> movie I think I've seen in a long time. Yeah, it's definitely a trip. Uh, and, uh, but, but boy, you're right. There's a lot of catchphrases. Almost everything Kurt Russell says <laughs> can be turned into a catchphrase, you know? <laughs> and just the way he plays it is really great. He's, uh, you're right. He's, he's like a, he's like the uh, sidekick, but he doesn't know it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know who said that, but they're right on the money. Yeah, he's it's just, like, you know, he's not really, the, he's not really the lead. You know? <laughs> no, he's the sidekick and doesn't realize it. Yeah. That's, that's part of the fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So that uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was great. Now it has been I give it an eight. Oh, very nice, John. You had never seen that, huh? That's weird. Never seen it, and you've been talking about it as long as we've known each other, which is probably going on thirty years. You've been talking about this movie uh, forever, and uh, so finally, I got a chance to catch it. Love it. I love it. So um, yeah, whoever's keeping track of those things, you can uh, put down. I, I give it an eight. That's my man. It's my man, Justine. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Whoever. <laughs> Who? Why, me? I didn't know if you were still keeping track. Yes, I keep track. Wow, right she's, on. She's offended. I know. I didn't mean anything by it. <laughs> great, great. She's going to yell at me for this for four hours. No, thanks. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's terrible. At least she's paying attention to you. <laughs> uh, so what did everybody? What did everybody else give it? Um. I gave it a six. Jake gave it a seven. Patrick gave it an eight, and Mario gave it an eight and a half. Right on. Yeah, that was one of my that was one of my brother's favorites. Uh, he used to quote that movie endlessly. So uh, yeah, he used to yeah. Say, yeah he used to say that it's going to take Cracker Jack timing. 
Uh, I was born ready. Uh, son of a bitch must pay. Just all kinds of. Uh, uh, on Fourth of July, I always like to say, "May the wings of liberty never lose a feather." Um, that's always a good one. But yeah, yeah, man. Um, you know, I love it. I'm glad you liked it. Uh, and there's a lot of it's, the thing it, it, with the, uh, the the thing with the floating eyeball was just really weird. The thing with the <laughs> with all the eyeballs attached that they kept shooting at that was really strange. Yeah, it's it's kind of John Carpenter turning, you know, doing a kung fu. It's weird. It's a part kung fu movie, part. It's like something you would have caught. It was definitely influenced by all those like seventies kung fu movies, you know. With yeah, like with the, all the wire work and stuff. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. Um, yeah, super fun. Uh, I watched, uh, somebody recommended a show. My cousins were watching it called Hentified on uh, Netflix. It's about uh, East L.A. neighborhood, a family in East L.A. running a taco shop, in, in their, which sounds like it could be the most stereotypical show ever, but it's really well-written, funny, sad, um, re- really done. Great characters. I highly recommend it. Hentified, if you haven't seen it. It's only 10 episodes, one season so far. Hopefully they'll renew it, but uh, check it out. Really well written, well done, and, and full of really good, fully realized three-dimensional characters. So check that what out, channel please. Is that? That's on Netflix, John. You're going to have to wait for us to get it to you. Yeah. But uh, well, I'll eventually hook up Netflix. Yeah, we'll get it, man. We'll get you there. And uh, yeah, I've been listening to a lot of records. I brought my record player down into the bunker and I listened to almost the entire Kinks box set that mono collection I got, John. Oh, right mm. on. So that's been on. That's in the, everything up to Arthur, right? Yep. And that's been in the, all the singles are on the two on that on that uh, double album. Uh, nice. Yeah, it's really great, man. Really, really good. Really nice to play records again. I forgot how nice it is. Yeah. To just sit because you're you gotta play the whole thing. You hear though, there's no skipping. You gotta sit and right. you know. So it's a nice way to listen to. Uh, it's a it's a different experience. Uh, you experience the whole thing. I love it. I love it. Um, you guys are good. Uh, otherwise, are, is anybody else playing uh, the Modern Warfare uh, Warzone? thing for free anybody no. else haven't tried it yet. it's super it it's super fun and you only get to play you, the only thing that sucks is you only get to play with three people but really really fun the the plunder mode is basically just you know you're just trying to get as much money be the first team to get a million dollars but uh it's really fun really really fun uh been staying up a lot of late nights we're gonna have to curb that but uh yeah yeah man groovy <laughs> We, we just uh we so no just, one's going no one's no one's going stir crazy yet huh no i, I think we're i'm this is good my lifestyle it's good well i just found out that uh, we there was a good new press conference from the governor today so they're looking at uh schools possibly not going back this year which we had already kind of discussed and then you know it looks like everything's going to get pushed to like june to try to reopen things so we shall see it's nuts man yeah, it's weird because well, we're, you know, June doesn't seem that far off when you're busy and you have things to do. But when you're but right now, sitting now, doing nothing, June seems like time. it could be a long way away. But, uh, but at least mm-hmm. we're safe and we're healthy, you know, so yeah. knock on wood. Anybody doing any board gaming, guys? Anybody doing any board gaming? No, not really. God, you guys get out there. I know. <laughs> Played some Lewis and Clark. Because it takes more than one person. 
you've got to you've got to get a group of four together. Right? No, you can get play two people. My wife and I have been playing. Uh, we played Lewis and Clark. We played a new game called Quicks that we loved. Uh, we've done all kinds of stuff. So we'll have to we'll have those ready for game night. Um, and uh, all right, guys, let's get into it. It's we did some digital movies this year, and one movie in particular took up most of our quarantine this week, and that is. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about uh, my one of my wife's uh, my wife's uh, true loves is in one of these movies. So we're going to talk about that, and it's all coming up on the digital movie club. Let's have that theme song. Dun 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 dun. Digital movies. You're in the club. What, Patrick? I feel like you really didn't put that much effort into it. I know. I can't know because people are on conference calls downstairs. They're actually working, so I have to be good. Oh no! You need to. You need to let them know. (laughs) You're recording the digital downstairs. (laughs) Where are you at? (laughs) Home. Justine's sister's working downstairs. Oh, so you can't just let loose and scream. Well, no. she came over because her place is really loud. There's a lot of people living there, so she came. Here. Oh, wow! Does she not, does she not understand social distancing? Is that the problem? <laughs> that their place is um, just crowded. They brought someone home from Hawaii, and then they took in some boyfriends and girlfriends that are living in them now. It's just a wow! So people, so that your family doesn't wow. get how this works is what you're telling me is what I'm is what I'm getting. <laughs> yeah, they just. She said that he's just not taking it seriously. Wow. Uh oh. Well, that's good. That means they're coming over to your place and uh, bringing that lackadaisical attitude along with some other things. <sighs> Do you want me to talk to him? Lackadaisical. That's a great word. Lackadaisical. You want me to talk to him? Yeah. <laughs> Let them know that there's people that want to get back to work and we're waiting for this to the curve to flatten out so we can get back to work and we need people to really be on board with this, okay? And also let them know that he's <laughs> one of them is a large Latino guy, very large, and would like to get back to work as soon as possible. Can you do that for me, Justine? Thanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Justine's all I'll get right on that. Patrick <laughs> Patrick, you're white. Do something about this. Whoa. What? Whoa. <laughs> what? Don't listen control. to you. Every movie I've ever seen, the white person comes in, they just, they, they listen to you. <laughs> no, I can't get you guys to listen to me. You're crazy. Well, that's different. We know you, but they, you know, they're family. They're going to be like, oh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't think? I don't know. Does Patrick get that kind of respect just- in your family, Justine? That's a no. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? He seems like a... a <laughs> but what about when he talks about something like he's an expert on? I don't think he really does that that often. He'll say something, and then my dad will say something, too, so it's not really... Oh. Huh. I don't know. I'm sorry, Patrick. That must be weird for you. <laughs> I don't care. All right. I'm, a, I'm an easygoing guy. I know that's why we like you. And uh, let's talk about these movies, guys. Where to, where should we start? Uh, the shorter one. All right. Once upon a time in America. 
Not, you don't want to end on a good four, on a happy note. Not the four and a half hour movie. <laughs> no, no, that wasn't. It was a four. And it was four four hours, right? It was three, four three and hours. Uh, three and ten and minutes, I think. Yeah. Uh, Hello, John. Probably watched. John, did you watch the European cut? Yep, it was like four hours and See, fifteen minutes. That's supposed to be the really good cut, and I've never seen that. Mm. I, I what, what did you see? Rent it for YouTube, so I couldn't even find it. We saw. We got the four hour. We saw you the all got the four hour one, right? The three hour forty eight minute version, which is the one yeah. that's shown in chronological order. I believe the. Um, I oh, be- you saw that one. Yeah, that's the one that's available. That's the one that's widely available. The, oh no, it's all in chronological order. Well, it jumps back and forth, but uh, yeah, it's all it's all told, told in flashbacks, right? Kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. Because there, there there was one that was like an hour and a half. The studio recut it so it was strictly linear storytelling, no. and it was only like ninety minutes. No, we didn't. We didn't get that one. We got the three and a half hour. But there's okay. a there's a European cut that's that the, that is even longer. That's, that's it. supposed to be good. Yeah, you got a good one. Uh, the the bad, the only bad one is that one that was cut down to an hour and a half. And so, they said that one is just really shitty. All right, let's talk about Once Upon a Time in America, directed by Sergio Leone. I don't have my notes. Who's got the notes on it in front of them? Who can get to a computer? Who can help a brother out? Hold on. What do you want to know? Give us the Wikipedia. You know the. Give us the IMDb, the score, all that good stuff. We got it. I'm hearing keyboards click. I'm hearing mice clicking. This is exciting. We're in front of computers. We're able to do things. I, I have a, got an 8.4 out of 10. On IMDb. Rotten Tomatoes gave it. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 86 and an audience score of 93. 86 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, nominated for two Golden Globes. Uh, at least if I can see the money, but it, it was a bomb. It bombed, ba 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 bombed. Yeah. Now considered a classic at the yeah, time. But they, at the they time, shouldn't have cut it. You know, cutting it did it no favors. They should have just left it alone. Of course, John. Of course. Yeah, grossed two point four million on its opening weekend and ended its box office run with five point three on a thirty million dollar budget. Thanks, CJ. Thanks a lot. Oh, that was great. I'm going to have you guys do that all the time. I'm going to have everybody contribute. That's great. That's less for me to do. So We don't have computers when we normally do it, though. Aside, but you do have your phones out. No, we don't. We're not allowed. Aside from John Sandy and myself, who had seen this film before? Show of hands? No. Show of hands? Never seen it. No one. Uh-uh. All right, Jake, let's start with you, Jake. Oh boy, it's a heavy movie. It is very heavy. Uh, holy <laughs> shit! And, it's, and it doesn't and it doesn't let up, not for very long. There's not a lot of lightness here. No, not at all. But it's such a great, such a great story. I mean, the whole you know them going growing up, kids wanting to be gangsters and noodles. You can kind of see how the guy he's going to turn out to be, but just to see that kind of come to fruition is just a little crazy. Yeah, and for a guy named Noodles, uh, he's kind of a brutal guy. Yeah. Hey, Noodles. But hey. Char- characters are wonderful. I mean, you always love seeing kind of the um, the back and forth between them and how they're all kind of, they're not fighting for power, but you can always see everyone kind of butting heads to some extent, or especially... Um, Noodles and Max. Oh God, what's this? Max. Max. Yeah. Max. 
him all of them still always butting heads. It's always, always interesting to watch. Yeah, it is an interesting dynamic. It does. Uh, this book was actually, you know, a lot of people have said that it kind of follows that Godfather two, where you're seeing him come up in like, you know, mm-hmm. in like tenement, New York. This is actually based on a book called the hoodlums by a guy who ended up being, becoming like a part of a very famous part of Jewish organized crime. And, um, Leone actually was going to do this as far back as like, I think after once upon a time in, in the West, he wanted to, he had mm-hmm. read the book and wanted to do it. And it was, it took years of wrangling with, um, the author to get, to get to the point where they could do the book. And, uh, Leone turned down a, a chance to, to direct the Godfather, um, because he was trying wow. to, trying to get this movie made according to what I read. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, wow. Leone was one of the people that was up early for the, for the guy. Cause at that time, remember they had just released, you know, the, the dollars trilogy didn't get released here until the late sixties. Once upon a time in the West till the late sixties. So Godfather's what? 72. So that would have been, you know, he would have still yeah. had that. He would have still been kind of looked at it, but can you imagine the Godfather in that with, with that Leone style? Like that would have been interesting. <laughs> a lot of uh, shots of eyeballs. Like, I mean, this is really his version of. It feels like his version of the Godfather. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, did Jake? Did you have? Uh, I mean, we, we've seen some. We've seen some. We obviously use, we've seen the Fistful of Dollars trilogy. Was that was that reminiscent of that for you? Did you feel like it was the same director? Or do you feel like he was doing some different stuff here? Mm, yeah, it had it had a like a similar feel, just a lot a lot darker. Yeah, definitely took its and, time. Yeah, I was it did, but it didn't it didn't really it didn't feel like it dragged on for the most part. I felt like it was pretty engaging throughout most of it. And you want to you really want to answer that phone in the beginning, don't you? Oh my god, that drove me insane! <laughs> <laughs> it drove me crazy. Like, answer the fucking phone. Please. At look. first, it was ringing. I'm like, "Where's that coming from? Like, what's like, what's going on?" And then it's just going through different cuts for different time periods. I'm like, "Okay, what the fuck's going on?" Please like, someone pick, just answer the phone. Please pick up the phone. <laughs> I had just for, answer the phone. I, I had forgot about that. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna drive him crazy." So, uh, I but I was watching it. I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot it does this." Um, and you get this. I like to. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I liked when it came. I liked when it came full circle when you found out what that ringing was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you you come full circle into the into, into the opium den and all that, and so you realize why he's there and what he's doing. Yeah. And, um, let's go to Patrick. Uh, so I didn't know it was directed by Sergio Leone until we had started, and I'm like, oh shit, cool. Um definitely a dark movie and i think it definitely it's got some heavy moments um the one comparison i'd make to like the dollar trilogy with this would be in those he's the music's very much a main character in this it feels like the music is a character but it's a supporting person so it's not as strong of a a a match between the two yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's it was it was uh, it was an interesting movie. Um, I got a little bit lost at the end with what was going on with Max, and did Max actually end up in the truck? Did he not? What happened? Oh you know? yeah, 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 yeah. That was kind of a, a a sharp turn that was a little bit off for me. But overall, you know, I- you know, you know, Patrick, um, 
James Wood says that every time he runs into somebody, they ask him, so yeah. did you, uh, did you like jump in the trash truck or what? <laughs> and he says, I don't know. You'd have to ask Sergio, you know, probably, but you know, who knows? <laughs> You're left yeah, under the assumption that he did, but yeah, I, he says, it's like Jimmy, he says, it's kind of like Jimmy Hoffa. It's like, you don't know that he did, but he probably did. <laughs> yeah. I had read, um, uh, cause I had to look it up. I had read that, you know, they, Sergio had left it ambiguous for that intent to, yeah. Think yes or no is up to the audience. Well, just a way to go. Jump into a trash truck, mulcher, you know. Well, just the, the I love that they throw that extra twist on there. It's like you kind of have a feeling that it was him that took the money, right? Because you knew De Niro didn't do it, and none of those yeah. other guys yeah. seemed like they were going to do it. And the, the story was focused on Max, but the idea that he was alive the whole time. Yeah, that's, they, that was they kind of bring surprise. yeah, it's like a big surprise where you're like, hey, and then I love that they got the. The kid who played him as a kid to play his son. I love that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's classic. Yeah, yeah. That's that's great. And if you don't believe that's yeah, I true, saw that and I was I was I was trying to figure out like why the fuck would they recast this kid? Is that that makes no sense? But then you see him like, oh, I get it. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Um, when I'm making the most of your money. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's somebody we don't have to hire. Uh, what did? Patrick, what did you not like about it? Is there anything you didn't like about it? Just, I think the transition, like I said, from the point when Max comes back, I think that kind of threw me. It was a little bit too sharp. I think they could have softened you into it a little bit more as far as, like, him being a background figure on early. Oh, the, uh, Bailey, not Mr. Max. Yeah, because yeah, you heard about yeah. him. And he comes in pretty late. You, yeah, that's the you hear about him briefly, but it's later on that you know you're like, okay, that makes sense. So I would have liked it if he'd kind of been peppered in a little bit earlier, just to you know, like, okay, Mr. Bailey, we have some inkling of there's a guy named Mr. Bailey. Yeah, you you felt like they palpatined him maybe a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's a fair. That's fair. That's going to be a verb now. <laughs> it's a palpatine. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I I was fine with it in the end but i think that if they'd done that a little bit more it would have been a bigger shock Reveal? because you would have connected the dots a little bit yeah 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 because you, you hear hints of him especially that, that that first scene you see is uh de niro sitting at the bar with his with, yeah. with sam and that he's like he's like did you know those guys he's like no i didn't but there was a car bombing and you know that someone named bailey is being investigated so you're like oh okay like you know yeah um justine let's go to justine Initial thoughts, Once Upon a Time in America. Um, this movie did not grab my attention, and that, nor did I care about the story. And that's rough, because that's four um, hours that you got to not care. It is, <laughs> and you're just sitting just waiting. Um, I was surprised to see Jennifer Connelly. Oh, that's right. A very, yeah. Very young Jennifer like, Connelly. Like, I was like, that really looks like Jennifer Connelly. And Patrick looked it up for me. So, yeah. I really don't have much to say about this movie. When the music played, I was like, cool, now I know it's a Sergio Leone film. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then it played again. I was like, oh, yep, we still know it's him. Cool. So that's yeah. that's funny because, Justine, you love the Leone Westerns. I did. I love it. This just, like, was a letdown for me. But it just didn't, it just wasn't, I don't know. I can't say I wasn't interested in it because I like The Godfather. Yeah. It felt like a B movie Godfather. That's a fair assessment. And That's fair. With I like, also just 
I would be happier if they did split it up like that. But then it would have been like the Godfather. Well, they were <laughs> initially they, they wanted to release. He wanted to release two movies. He wanted to do it in two parts. Oh, uh, Leone did. Yes, he wanted, but because of uh, because Bernardo Bertolucci did, um, because 1900 flopped and 1900 was released in two parts. The studio said no. Mm. The studio said no. So. Ah, uh, interesting. But he wanted to do it as two different two. I don't know how he would have split it up. He wasn't going to do it chronologically. I think, uh, I think maybe they said he was going to do it. Somebody did do it chronologically, the the kid story and then the adult story. But I don't think that's the way he mm. wanted to do it. He wanted to do it. No, I don't they think didn't. That, uh, that was out of his hands. It, it like they showed it at con. It got a great response. Then when they brought it to America, somebody at the studio said, "This isn't going to play. We've got to cut it down to like an hour and a half, and we'll make it like all linear chronological." And I think somehow they also fucked up the music. I think they left the music out. So it just was awful. Oh. Hmm. All right. Uh, yeah. The, you know, uh, Justine, I, I, I get it because this is, this is my least favorite. I like it, but it's my least favorite Leone movie. Uh, yeah. Probably. But I do like it. So because I just I like mean- the, I just like the period. But you're right. It's, you know, a lot of it was shot in Europe. All the interiors are shot. So it does. You have a lot of actors in it, but it doesn't have a big movie feel like The Godfather does. It's not yeah, shot I mean, in that I same mean, there's way. There's a lot of um, like shocking moments in there too, because he added in all these boobs and rape. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like okay, Leone. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I just want this to happen before I die. So I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a lot. It was a lot. To oh yeah, in. no. Well, it also shows you the character. I mean, it's really. You see, like, those are some really shocking scenes, but it's also, you know, that... that yeah, I mean, they that, don't have any respect for women anyway, so it's Yeah, fine. that it's shows fine. you, I mean, you know, yeah, that just shows you the character, like... Yeah, you know. yeah. But yeah, that scene, I forgot about that scene with Elizabeth McGovern, and how, oh, how awful that is, and how, how intense that is, and you're just like, oh my god, like... You have you have no sympathy for him after that. You're like, hey, you know what? I hope he does no, get. No. I hope he does get whacked. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. True. When they're when they're little kids and they're just doing a bunch of shitty things, it was kind of. It, I guess maybe because I'm an adult now, it just frustrated me. I'm like, that's that guy's business, you assholes. And yeah, yeah. Just blowing it up. Well, they're hoodlums. Uh, they're, just, they're getting. Yeah, I know. They're, yeah. Crazy. they're getting. They're getting paid by the local bosses to do that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. You know. John, you've seen this before. Yeah, it had been a long time. I, I probably hadn't seen it since it was in the theaters. Yeah. What did you think, John? And, uh, what's that? What did you think, sir? Well, um, it is epic. There's a hell of a lot of, uh, you know, it's not quite on the level with The Godfather uh, as far as the characters go. Uh, De Niro and James Woods, those are really interesting characters, and you're riveted whenever it's the two of them. But everybody else is sort of like just feels peripheral, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, but it is shot beautifully. It's one thing. Uh, I'm a sucker for that. When it really captured the look of old New York, it just uh, yes. submerges you in that world. And I'm kind of a sucker for that. And it, it just looks epic. But, um, and there's some beautiful, just absolutely beautiful shots, but there's some really brutal, awful, violent stuff. And you're right. After what he does to Elizabeth McGovern, you never really are on board with that character for the rest of the movie. You're kind of like, eh, you know, he's going to get what's coming to him. You don't yeah. really feel any sympathy for him after that scene, you know? Exactly. Um, because he doesn't, and it would be one thing if, if, if in that last scene where they have together, if he had, like, 
if he had if he had asked for some sort of like if he had acknowledged acknowledged what he'd done or shown some remorse yeah, or guilt that was really bothering you, you would it, you, and you're yeah. kind of waiting for that you're kind of and all he says is hey did you make the right choice in not picking me it's like oh you arrogant yeah, yeah. you know you're just like oh you unrepentant. It's almost like his character in um, in Raging Bull. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. it's almost like it, that, that's a scene. If they'd taken that scene out, it would have been a different movie, and they probably should have left that scene out. You know, yeah. because it does it does shade the way you look at that character for the rest of the movie. You know, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. You just you just stop feeling anything for him. You know, uh, but um, overall, it's just a beautifully shot movie, and so I guess for me that counts for something. Sure. Um, the music is, I think the music is beautiful. Uh, it's definitely got all the Leone hallmarks. It's different because it's not a Western. It's like the, the only movie he did that wasn't a Western, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, you, um, did, you know, yesterday from the Beatles, too. <laughs> I thought That's about right. Mario. When that came on, I thought about Mario. Oh, that didn't, I wonder how you feel about twice. this. That didn't bother me. That didn't bother they me. Use you know, it it, I, they use it in the dinner scene as an instrumental. Yeah. That's right. It was a it was a pretty uh, it was a quick cheap way to establish what year it was, you know. Yeah. I, think. yeah. Uh, I loved that shot where he's looking at the mural of Coney Island, and he goes through the door, and when he comes back through, you know it's sixty eight because it's got that love thing over the big apple. That's right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's, and, there's... And that's when they play yesterday, and you go, "Yep." It, it just kind of really quickly. It's shorthand for now. It's the sixties, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, I don't know. It. It. Uh, I mean, Christ. You know, I, I did watch the director's cut, which is like over four hours long, and I kept thinking I was going to get sick of it. I thought I'm going to turn this off and watch the other half of it tomorrow. But it. Um, it. I. I must admit, it pulls me in. I couldn't turn it off. Really. Uh, I guess it's the opposite reaction Justine had. Is it just keeps? It just kept pulling me further and further in. You know. Yep. No, I get that too. I wanted it to uh, pull so- me in. It just. I don't know. I, I don't know what to say because it's not. It's not like it's not my type of movie. I don't know. Yeah. No, I it's get not it a though. Perfect movie. It's not a perfect movie. It's not. It's not like The Godfather where um, you absolutely are just you know. This there's no weak links. When you're watching The Godfather, it's like every shot is a perfect puzzle piece. It's like a Swiss watch. And with this one, it feels like a Swiss watch with a lot of extra pieces. You know. Yeah. There's. There, he definitely could have used some cutting. Um. But yeah, you know, it's, it's hard. Like use some cutting, but, um, the way that I heard that they cut it just seemed pretty brutal to get it down to an hour and a half, take the music out and make it all linear and chronological. It just seems like that part of the fun of it was the flashbacks, the going back and forth. To me, I kind of like that the way I kept going back and forth. I I can, I can understand why that would be annoying for some people. I kind of, I kind of got a kick out of that. I'll tell you where Leone style doesn't necessarily work in a in a contemporary setting, and you think like, you know, everything you know. Let's say even prohibition, something is, is contemporary because there's modern trappings. The kind of the kind of style he does, you know, his his things where he focuses on the eyes and the hands and all that kind of stuff. That's not necessarily interesting when you're inside of a building, as it is. Let's say. <laughs> Let's say when you're like a saloon, yeah, or like in a saloon, it works because there's tension, right? Or because that's yeah. foreign to us. But if you're just in an office somewhere, or you're just in, you know, it's like you know, think of the last scene in um, in uh, for a few dollars more, you know, that that dual yeah. scene, and they're outside, and you get that, you know, and the way it builds up in Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, and all of that, 
Um, there's vistas, there's stuff in the eye, in the background that where he can compose these really great shots. It's different when Robert De Niro's just standing in a room talking to James Woods. Those those scenes don't yeah. quite quite have the same feel to them, you know. Yeah, and so right. they're not as interesting to see. That his style isn't as interesting when you're stuck in inside of a building, and you you compare that to somebody like Kurosawa, who he was kind of mirroring, and you see Kurosawa could pull those 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 shots off. You know, he'll have stuff. Yeah. He'll have samurai talking in a barn. Or like an old mill, and you're like, oh, you know, I, I need to see what's going on, like, you know, so, um, you know, I think that, you know, his his style didn't necessarily translate 100 percent to this style of movie, but it's it's a good movie nonetheless. It's not a bad movie. It just didn't the the style didn't completely translate from all those westerns he made. I don't think that that would be my you main always- critique. Yeah, and it's not as you know, it's not uh, the uh, the westerns are almost operatic. They're kind of broad, but it works. And uh, I think for this one, he took it down a notch on on that. You know, yeah. there's no like set pieces where you go, "Oh my god!" You know, that's true. But uh, but the thing that blows me away is just uh, the production design. It just blows me away every time. You know, just the, the look of it. There's never a scene where you go, "Ah, that's a that's a set," or "Ah, that's the bad one." It always looks a hundred percent. Like you took a time machine back yeah. <laughs> to like twenties New York, you know. Exactly. No, it's it's really really well done. Uh, all the especially the scenes as the kids, you, and you're shooting on like these wide streets, like the scene where they're going to roll the drunk. You know, it's a huge street, and it seems to go on as far as you can see. You know, so uh, yeah. all all that's really that reminded me of the scene in The Godfather when he's when he's following the, the what is it, what's the guy's name? He's following the guy on the roof. Everybody's walking along the yeah. roof and watching the parade go by, and um, that you know had a really good look to it. So, yeah, I, I'm up. I in- think um, I don't think they had mat. I don't think there's any mats used in this. I think a lot of it was built. I think they they actually built the, a lot of those sets, so yeah. it doesn't look like matte paintings. No, it's, it's the production design. You're right, John is is well done as usual for like a, for, New York. for a Leone movie. You know, he never yeah. he, he never skimps on like the 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 realistic touches. You know. So, and you know, I guess you know he had like a heart condition the whole time he was making this. It took him like five years to make it. And they said at the start of production, his daughter said they were. They told him you really need to go in for a heart transplant. Wow! And he said, and he, yeah, he had heart conditions, and and he was just like, no, I got to finish this movie. And so they said, you know, wow. he really just about like gave his life to get this thing made. You know? Wow! And then Justine's going to give it a five. <laughs> I'm not, that's not why I'm saying, I'm just saying, you know, he worked, he worked so long to get this thing pulled off. And I think about five years later, he passed away and they said, yeah, because he probably should have had like a heart transplant before he made the movie, you know? And he just said, nope, it'll, it'll put it off too long. I want to make it while it's still, while the the wheels are rolling, you know? Ah, that's crazy. Well, he he assembled a great cast and there's a lot of people in it. And uh, for your Downton Abbey fans, you get to see Elizabeth McGovern, when uh, she was younger and just as boring. So, um, <laughs> well, this, I think James, this put James Woods on the map. I don't know what he did before this. I think maybe he did like video drone, maybe and a couple other things, but I think this is the one that put him on the map because he's going toe to toe with the Nero yeah. and he's, he's doing it. You know, yeah. He's really going toe to toe with the Nero. Yeah. Good job. And after this, it's uh, the killing fields and it's nothing, nowhere but up for that guy, you know? So, uh, yeah, so pretty crazy. I always forget that Tuesday Weld is in this too, and uh, uh, Christ! You know, the first time I saw this, I went with some friends, and when we left the theater, we went, "God, 
look what they did to Tuesday. Well, some parts <laughs> she got in this picture. <laughs> it's like Christ. Yeah. I mean, whew, you know, you go, God, why'd she take that part? You know, it's like she she must have she uh, must have felt like it was uh, something she wanted to do. I guess it's a long way from Dobie Gillis. I'll tell you. Yeah, no kidding. Um. All right, guys, let's rank it. This is going to be an interesting one. Justine, let's start with you. Um, I give it a five. Give it a five. I knew you were going to give it a five. Uh, Patrick. Uh, seven. Seven from Patrick. Jake. I give this one an eight. Gives it an eight. Mm-hmm. John Sandy. Yeah, it's a solid eight. Not perfect, but beautiful. Yeah, I'm going to give it a, I give it a six and a half. Six and a half for me. Whoa. Yeah, production production value is great. Again, there's some scenes I could do without. We all know what they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that whole scene with Tuesday Weld that. is just uncomfortable, too. You're like, oh, look, she likes it. You're like, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just, yeah. it just. And they uh, touch on it again later. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Come on. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of that seems like very male fantasy, not necessarily part of the story. Real. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, yeah. So that, that I get, a, I give it some, I give it some knocks for that. But, uh, I, I mean, acting, acting and production design, this is, this is a great movie. So, you know, De Niro, uh, always does a good job in these. And uh, like you said, James Woods is awesome. A lot of great supporting cast. The kids are all good. You know that that's tough to pull off when you know the oh that yeah. little kid that tripped uh, I tripped oh. I tripped oh. <laughs> they got me they tripped they got me there. were you crying no I didn't cry but they got me <laughs> sad she had feelings for a moment all right see heavy movie <laughs> hey man that's heavy well, yeah that's going to be my new line. Noodles, I tripped. Noodles, I tripped. Yeah. I don't want to go, Tony. Mr. Stark. <laughs> Mr. Stark. Uh, all right, guys. Let's move on to a movie we've been looking forward here. I need someone to get those notes for me because I don't have them in front of me. I got it. Can we hear those keyboards clicking, those mouse clicking? I got it. Clickety-clack. clack 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 It's top secret. Uh, 7.2 on IMDb, 77% on Rotten Tomatoes, gross 20.5 million in the box offices, opened June 8th, 1984. 1984, guys, 1984, we're up to 1984. How do you guys feel? John, watch your beard, sir. John, watch your beard. How should we feel? I love this movie. I, 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 this is the lost gem of the Zucker Abrams Zucker uh, treasure. Uh, I feel like people see Airplane and people see Naked Gun and they forget about this movie and it deserves every every bit as uh, much love. Um, that's my personal opinion, but let's find out. Also, this movie is uh, is actually the origin of my wife's uh, nickname, Neek. Comes from this uh, from this movie. Uh, she worked with her friend Shauna. They worked at a hotel together. They both loved this movie because the young Val Kilmer was uh, quote unquote delicious, and um, they would watch this movie over and over. And the scene where he where they're the they're have, they're have, he's having a concert, and they have a sign that says "Welcome Neek." That's what her friend started calling her Neek. So that is why she is Miss Neek on uh, on the Twitter. 
So that just give her her nickname for the rest of her life, Neek. So there you go. Cool. Uh, let's talk about it, Justine, because I know you love a young Val Kilmer. What do you? Th- um, I never thought he was delicious. <laughs> delicious. But I was trying to figure out why I was attracted to him uh-huh. when I saw him, and I realized he reminds me of Ansel Elgort, the main guy from Baby Driver. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit. I see that. And I was like, oh, that's why I like, because I like that guy. Also, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. I see so, that. I can see them. They, they kind of look similar. So I was just kind of wondering why I thought he was attractive. I never thought he was attractive. And now you're all like, you're all up on his, on his job. Nah, I'm not up all up on it. I'm just like, <laughs> I should just watch Baby Driver, man. <laughs> Justine, Justine, you've seen uh, Tombstone, right? Tombstone? No. Oh, we're gonna watch don't it. Kill her. Don't we're gonna watch it. Don't spoil it for her. Okay. We are gonna watch it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna with be Val Kilmer. I've seen other movies with Val Kilmer. I just never thought he was cute. Uh huh. Did you and you liked him in this one? Yeah. <laughs> what are you um, laughing at? <laughs> it's a cheesy movie. I I didn't know it was gonna be a comedy. So when we were watching it, I'm like, wait, what? And then they start playing that song at the meeting. <laughs> Like a Beach Boys kind of a thing happening. Skeet surfing USA. <laughs> how did you not? How did you not know this was a comedy? I had no idea. Patrick it's was the one suck- that just put it on the TV. It's because it's the airplane guys. Yeah. Yeah. You no didn't when, when Omar Sharif ducked on the train and the guy went through the bridge and was still standing. You didn't think it might be oh, a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it had so it had its funny moments. Um, it just was a little too cheesy for me to really like it. Oh my god! I don't know. This, this, I understood you with Once Upon a Time in America. I was with you, but you are betraying me on Top Secret because it kind of. When I was watching it, I was like, "Oh, it's a comedy," so I had to switch my mind over to a comedy. Okay, and then it kind of reminded me of like a Austin Powers kind of thing. Yes, um, yes, yes. That's not wrong. Yeah. No, and then it had its moments. It was just it got a little too much, like just too cheesy. I, I love it. All right. Jake, I'm going to go to you. You're my go-to comedy guy. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it, Jake. Okay. What'd you think, my man? It was funny. It was good. It's just, I mean, yeah, it's along the same veins of airplane. It's just absurd, <laughs> stupid humor. And I, I know yeah, a little this German. One, this one is just, yeah, it's funny. It's good. I like this one. What was your favorite gag if you had to pick one? It was the what was it? It was the scene where they're having the shootout and they're playing tic tac toe and like window panes. <laughs> <laughs> just that whole sequence I thought was just so funny. I totally forgot for a long time I would say, All right, Zen, be an asshole. I totally forgot that that's where it came from. Yeah. I totally forgot. Um yeah, my favorite joke in this the other ha- one. Which one? There was one. Um, they were trying to what they were trying to storm was at the military base. They were trying to storm something, and they had um, they had like the full scale replica of the of the whole base. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he starts uh, off drawing it in the sand. Yeah, and then ends up being like a yeah, like a miniature the miniature replica of where they're going. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of really good fun sight gags. Uh, Justine, yeah. I think you probably didn't like it because it kind of gets into Casablanca a little bit at the end. <laughs> it turns into like Casablanca a little bit, but um, uh, it's kind of funny because it's a cross between like a World War II espionage movie and an Elvis movie. 
And it's uh, also kind of weird. It's also kind of weird because I know Val Kilmer, and now the movies are going into our years um, where I know them now. Oh, okay. I don't know. All right, that could be. Yeah, that could be I, something. So it was kind of weird. Like I know we're still like in '84, and like everyone else, I don't know, but I know him, and it's just like oh, okay. And he's young, and he's being really silly. I've never seen him like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he does have some good Elvis moves, though. I gotta admit, he did he did a good job. I think this is his first. Is this is this his first movie? This one or or, or Real Genius? I think, is this like his first movie? I think Real Genius is after this. Yeah, but it's uh, it's let's... definitely his first big movie. Yeah. Uh, John, I'll, I'll let since Patrick's looking it up. John, what do you think of this movie? Where do you where do you put this movie? Yeah, it's in his the, first movie in the pantheon. Uh, I think you're. I think you're going to be really surprised. I do not find this movie funny at all. Zero. <laughs> um, you know, it's hard to believe it's the Zucker Brothers because you know I love the Naked Gun movies and I love Airplane and Kentucky Fried Movie, but I do not find this one funny at all. Uh, about the only thing I laugh at is when he's doing the Elvis moves. Those are really funny. Uh, all those crazy dance moves and, and stuff uh, like that. What, what was it? Cut a rug or whatever. Yeah. yeah. The mall shop yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was laughing at the Omar Sharif stuff where he's buying the uh, novelties from the guy in the trench. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but for the rest of the movie, uh, I'm not laughing at all. I just found it really unfunny and just painful, you know, pain, like painfully unfunny. Oh, that's so, <laughs> so weird. The, I, I don't know. I think maybe because this movie came out when I was like 13 and I was ripe for that kind of stuff. And I was too you young. Go. I was too young to catch Airplane in the theater. So when I saw this, it was ah. like, oh, cool. This is like this Airplane. This was your introduction. Well, I also liked all the World War II stuff when I was a kid, too. So all that stuff. Yeah. Just the stuff when yeah. he like, oh, the part that made me laugh the hardest. I totally forgot about the part when Chocolate Moose kills all the guys with a machine gun. And out of nowhere, another guy comes over and goes, my man. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> oh. uh, you know, like, of course, <sighs> at the end, her thing uh saying she's going to miss the scarecrow the most. Yes, come on. Come on, John. You didn't love that? <laughs> Come on. That got a laugh out of me. But uh, (laughs) it's it's hard to believe. It's just hard to believe. So many of the jokes fall flat. I just find it so hard to believe it's the same guys that did Airplane and the Naked Gun, you know. You know, I think it's because of it's it's a it's I think it's because it's two genres, too. I think that that's harder to pull off because you're kind of doing the Elvis movies. Right. And then you're doing the spy movies. And so it's kind of a. You know, I, I don't think they're as focused on one, and that might be the problem. You, you know, know um, you know something, Mario. I, I listened to the director's commentary, and they were kind of laughing at. They kind of said the same thing. They said our focus wasn't as sharp as it was on airplane. We had, you know, like two things, and we didn't really didn't give either one our full attention. So it ended up kind of a mishmash. Yeah, that and can- uh, one of them made a joke that this uh, instead of a. This should be like a director's cut that's actually like shorter, like maybe twenty minutes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> only, to, only they said only the stuff that works, which would get it down to like a twenty-minute movie. You know, that's so funny. I still I have a soft <laughs> spot in my. I said, like I said, I saw this yeah. when I was like about thirteen, so I have a soft spot for it. Yeah, but my man Patrick's yeah. gonna love it. I know. So let's go over to Patrick. Let's get away from this negativity and go over <laughs> to my man Patrick, who's gonna back I was me. On board. 
I was I was on this train and I was loving it, and then I hit a roadblock and I fell off and I struggled to get back on. What was the roadblock? That stupid scene where they go to the bookstore was the <laughs> dumbest scene in the world. It, it was, was just so like <laughs> ugh, it was shot it was backwards. Backward. It was shot backwards. Reverse. I just it. I know it was reverse. I get it. It's just it just it was such a bad joke. It felt so flat for me. Just I was just like okay. So you're talking. And I struggled so the, to really enjoy the movie after that. So you liked the first so the half of the movie. Recovered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was really into it in the first like I don't know. I think it's like an hour until that happens. But I was really into the movie. I was enjoying myself, and then it got to that scene. And I was like, oh, uh, uh, all right. And then it's just like the jokes after that one is funny. So you, you say, hey, Peter Cushing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Grand Moff Tarkin. So not even the running into the Pinto joke uh, made you laugh. Nah. Nah. <laughs> or the guys in the cow suit. Kind of fell flat after that. The guys in the cow the suit? The cow suit, that was all right. And then I liked, I, I did like the uh, chocolate mousse joke. That was <laughs> I love that they give him. At first he sprays them all, hits all the bad guys, <laughs> and the guys, and he's like, sweet. And then later on he does it again. And someone reaches out through the bush and hands him his Tommy gun. Uh, it's just dumb. So good. Um, so, I mean, it had its moments for sure. It just, that scene really threw me off. Uh, but you liked everything up up until then was good. Everything yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, I was cool with it. Yeah, yeah it, but it, it was it was Val Kilmer's first film. It is cool to see young Val Kilmer, though. And he looked, you, he can do comedy. He can do those, Yeah, you know, he can do those takes and, you know, play it straight and do all that stuff. And uh yeah, he wasn't bad. I don't think he was a weak part of the movie at all. No, and you know what? I don't. Well, he, sure had, he sure had the Elvis moves down. Yeah, John, yeah, I knew you'd like. Good. What about skeet surfing? You didn't like that song, John? <laughs> oh I was God. laughing funny. at that. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. I guess that was funny. laughing at. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That was good. Skeet surfing USA. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Just dumb stuff, you know. They they shoot up in the air, and the guy with the hang glider crashes. It's so dumb, but you're just like, oh, I love that. I love that kind of humor. Sometimes we need that in this crazy. It's like a, it's, Go ahead, yeah. John. It's like a Mad Magazine, basically. Exactly. All right, John. Well, let's rank it. We'll talk about it. You know, you know, this is going to get a huge score for me. So let's go around. Let's go. Let's start with what I think is going to be lowest to highest. Let me see if I nail it. Uh, let's go, John. I'm going to give it a three. Justine. Five. Patrick. Six and a half. Jake. Also a six and a half. Yeah, that's about where I am. Six and a half. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, guys, see? Come on. We can have a little fun on this show. <laughs> Top secret. Uh, man, that just there's such dumb stuff like the, the, the stuff in here that makes me laugh, like when he pulls the submarine in, right? Yeah, there's some funny jokes. It's just not, but, I mean. But when he pulls the submarine. Go ahead, John. <laughs> I just wish there were more of them, <laughs> John. We're gonna watch it, John. We're gonna watch this again next week. So I want to. I want another. I want another. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna keep watching it so you give it a good score. Yeah, we're gonna keep. You know, going. it's funny because like, I, you got it. You know, I watched it and then I watched it again with the commentary track just to see what they thought of it. And the commentary track was funnier than the movie. <laughs> I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it with the commentary track. Yeah, guys, are you ready to hear what we're, we're we moved into 1984? Um, yeah. Lot, a lot of big movies this year. Uh, so uh, for next week, we're going to watch two relatively big movies uh, in the, in that year. Uh, number one would be Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Mm, okay. Kalima. 
and another movie called Ghostbusters. Hey, oh. two big ones. Thank That's you. Who are you going to call? Buster. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. That really made me laugh. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> One more time, Justine. Costa Basta. Is that, are you? Is that you doing like a like a? What are you doing there? Some kind of offensive short round character? <laughs> no. <laughs> short round. This is the one with all the ladies, right? Yes, we're watching oh, the all lady version. <laughs> hey, ladies! Hey, ladies! This is the one with. So, you know, I actually have that because when you bought. Um, was it Sony? Somebody on... Somebody? Yeah, it downloaded into my computer. Yeah, I have three free movies. One was like one of the Jason Bourne movies. One was that yes. Ghostbusters thing. And then what's the other one? Something else. Was I it the Lego movie? No. No, it was something I already owned. There's something random on my computer. I didn't... Because I, no I, at first I flipped out because I was like, who bought movies um, <laughs> without telling me? Let me see here. I'm going to see what... I'm going to find out what it is. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and the original Ghostbusters. Nope. Yep. The remake. I'm into it. So the one with Larry Storch and Forrest Tucker. No, that's Ghost Breakers. No, that's Ghostbusters. We're watching Ghosts with Patrick Swayze? Is it the Jungle Book? Book? (laughs) Let me see. I'm looking at my movie. What's sound? I don't even want to know. What is that? I'm saying it's a, a Jason Bourne Lego movie. Are you sure it's not the Lego movie? Oh, oh a, Jason, a Jason Bourne Lego movie? No, 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 no. no. Oh, it's Ice Age. That's right. Ice Age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I would never buy that movie myself. I would not buy Jason Bourne. Mm-mm. Hey, hey, Matt Damon. It wasn't even the. It wasn't even the good Jason Bourne. It was like the, the fourth one. Oh. You know what? I'm a sucker for all those movies, even yeah, the one same. without I Matt see. Damon. John, what's better it's in crazy. your what's your what's better in your mind? The Bourne Identity or um, the Bourne movies or Mission Impossible? The new Mission Impossible movies. Uh, I guess I give them to the Bourne movies. They're almost interchangeable, but I think the Bourne movies are a little sharper. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And I, and I like those Mission Impossible movies. And I've seen every one of those, too. Uh, it's funny. I'm just a sucker for those. But I think the Bourne movies are really sharp, even the one without Matt Damon. So that shows you how much I like them, because they did one without Matt Damon with uh, Jeremy Renner, I think, playing somebody. And uh, I, I still went to see it. And I still loved it. So, guys, I'm going to I'm going to ask you a question real quick. What was what was the first movie I digitally downloaded? I'll give you a hint. It was a Scorsese movie. Good fellas. No. The Departed. No. It was a Scorsese movie? Yes. I'm going to say Taxi Driver. No. What year is it that I can't, you downloaded it? I Not can't the year t- the movie. Uh, I must have downloaded it like five years ago, four years ago. That doesn't help me at all. <laughs> it could be anything. Raging Bull. Nope. Any other guesses? No. Wolf of Wall Street. Hugo. Ah. Oh, okay. It was Hugo. What was the second movie I downloaded? <laughs> it was Jesus, a, it could be anything. It was a Coen Brothers movie. It was a Coen Brothers movie. Oh, Fargo. Nope. Big Lebowski. Nope. John, Big Lebowski is my top secret of... Uh, is to Big Lebowski is the top secret of Coen Brothers movies to me. You didn't like it? Nope. I like Big Lebowski. 
A lot of people do. It just I, for some reason I didn't get it. You know, it took me about three viewings before I started digging the Big Lebowski. I had to see it three times before I started getting it. <laughs> it's funny that you took that. You, you, at least you did it though. You gave it well, a chance. Because everybody kept raving about it. I thought it must be me. There's something wrong with me. If everybody's digging it, but me, I kept giving it another try. You know. Mm-hmm. And finally, I saw it's kind of like the Big Sleep. It's less about what's really going on and just digging the characters, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Are you doing Dorothy Gale? Uh-huh. Can you even dye my eyes to match my hair? Uh-huh. Guys. How is it they got how is it they got a place at Nas that just stuffs old uh scarecrows? What is that noise? I keep hearing a whoa. There's a train by Jake. Oh, that's me living by the train. Is it really? Ah. Yeah, I live like four blocks from the train uh, from the train tracks. That's cool. Wow, I love how you knew that, Patrick the Stalker. You ever just wanted to? I don't ho- know what that sound is. You ever, you ever just want to hop on a freight in the middle of the night and get away from it all? I could. I definitely could. Uh, was it No Country for Old Men? No, it was Burn After Reading. No, it was Hail no. Caesar, guys. Hail Caesar. Oh, he hasn't seen too. Burn After Reading. Still, is that true? That is true. That's probably the worst of all the Coen Brothers movies. <laughs> I like that movie. Really? 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 Wow. Why? I love, <laughs> I love that they just throw it all away at the end. It's just so funny to me. Well, My you know, favorite scene in that is the, is the last five minutes in the office with uh, J.K. Simmons. It's my favorite scene. <laughs> oh, my God. I love how mad he gets in that, too. I just yeah. I love that he's so... Like, you're so invested in it, and they just, like, screw you in the face at the end. They just kind of just throw it all away. They just go, so it's it's X, Y, and Z. All right, that's it. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. It made me laugh so hard. Hmm. I wanted to like it. I I put it with the Lady Killers, but those are the two Coen Brothers movies I just don't dig. I predict that uh, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom will be Justine's favorite in the Indiana Jones series. Favorite of what? Out of all the Indiana Jones movies. Really? Yeah, because that's just the way she is. She'll pick the one that you... That, to, to be contrary. To be, to be, yeah, to be no, contrary. She likes, she likes the one with... Um, what's his name? Uh, Sean Connery. Yeah. James Bond. I do. That one's my favorite. Yeah. That's, that's kind one. of ironic. That's ironic, because you hate James Bond, but you love... <laughs> you love Sean Connery as Indy's dad. I love him when he's old. Because you know what? Yeah. He's like admitting he can't really fight. I don't like wow. pretending like I'm a good fight. I can run. Thing. I can do this and that when really he can't. He, but he could when he was James Bond. When he was it's James. It's his true self. It's his true self. No, James Bond. Wow. No, Sean Connery was like a real. He was a boxer. <laughs> yeah. He's like a real. He's like a real fighter. Yeah. He's like a boxer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Sean yeah. Connery. And a. Uh, yeah, also a weightlifter too. I think. Yeah, he actually could do that stuff. I don't he, could, know. he wasn't as I don't po- believe it. he wasn't as polished as he was. <laughs> he, he he was not as polished as he was in the uh, in the movies. Definitely not as polished. But if you look at him, he's a big guy. He's not a he's not a slender guy. He's, he's nah. as a fact. <laughs> He said that's the part they had to coach him on was, you know, wearing the tailored tuxes and, you know, being real genteel and all that stuff. That's the stuff the director had to coach him on because yeah. he could do all the action stuff. No problem, you know. Yeah. And also, I think I believe he was in World War II. I, think, I believe he fat the Nazis. So, I mean, mm. 
you, you got to give him that too. Ben Ben Dizzy. Dizzy. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Look it up. Google it. Nah. Nah. Think, I think he might actually be too young to have been in World War II, but I think he was in the service. He I believe, was in the service. Was he, was he not in World the War Navy? II? I think he was in the Navy, I think, but after World War II. Oh. Google I think, it. I think. Um, was in the Royal Navy. He was born in 1930. Oh, okay. He was too young for World War II. Yeah, he's a navy so guy. So you guys are just building him up. No, don't need to build him up. He's he's up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Uh, yeah, I love it. It's fun to watch him play bumbling in that though, because it shows you oh, he he could so do good. he could do acting. He could act. He was an actor. Junior. And, yeah. He's, he's a better actor than people think about. Like the uh, you know, uh, think about what, what's the one he won the Oscar for? Was it The Untouchables? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he, yeah, or the you know the man who would be king. You know, he's he's a good actor. Yeah, I love it. But he's not going to in the uh, Bond movie. He's not giving the opportunity to do much acting. You know, I'm watching uh, Temple of Doom as we speak, and Harrison Ford's eyes are absolutely piercing in this opening scene. <laughs> the Harrison Ford painting I did for Indiana Jones was one from Temple of Doom. Man. I gotta get me a white tux like that. I know. Yeah, I love that opening scene. Oh, God, that opening scene is great. <laughs> well, well, let's let's save it for and next that. week. Let's save it for next okay. week. <laughs> and let's keep in mind. Okay. Let's keep in mind when we're when we are when we're, when we, we want to trash Temple of Doom. Let's keep in mind that there is a movie ex- that exists called Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Okay, so let's keep that in mind, guys. So he you're saying keep it, in perspective. keep it in perspective. Keep it in perspective. Okay. Because <laughs> in my mind, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull retroactively makes Temple of Doom better. You might have something there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to love it, John. When you watch this again, you are going to love it. But yeah, my man Harrison Ford. Until they, until they what? I'm going to love it until they jump out of that plane. <laughs> John, let's not ruin it. Let's not ruin it. Spoiler alert. When everyone's seen it, right? No, spoiler alert. Not everyone's seen it. Okay. Never mind. Wait, who hasn't seen it? Maybe the listeners. Jake hasn't seen it. I find that hard to believe. Is that true, Jake? Could be. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you, Jake. Good for you, man. Well, (laughs) stay tuned for next week. I'm picturing Jake rolling his eyes toward heavenward. Oh, could be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we got to bring that voice back. We got to bring that voice back. Who are we doing? Who was crying at the end of last week's episode that we we didn't record it? But it was (laughs) who was that? Was it? Were we making what? We were making fun of somebody last week when we when we hung up the oh. phone. It wasn't on the show, but we was it. I think it was Patrick. We were making fun of him for something. I don't know, probably something he was hurting or <laughs> something hurt. Oh yeah, probably. God, I, I miss you guys. I miss you guys. Hungry. Oh, that's what it was. You were hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> that's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When do you think we'll? We'll all be in the same room again together. When do you think that's going to happen? After June. Next year, maybe. You're probably right. After, You're probably well, the, the money. The governor said today that, uh, well, they, they announced that schools will definitely not be back, which we 
mentioned at the top of the show. But uh, yeah, I'm thinking June. Yeah, mm, let's hope. Let's hope so. But it looks like we're well. Good news today is it looks like all the social distancing is actually. They showed a number of where we would have been without social distancing and where we are because of social distancing, based on projections. And we're we are starting to. We're right at the. We haven't flattened the curve, but we're 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 right at the cusp of bringing it down. We're we're. And we're, the next two weeks are going to be. I get they're going to tell the tale the next two weeks. I guess. Yeah. Exactly. We'll know. Yeah. But yeah. Hang in there. Continue to do what you're doing or not doing. Stay home if you absolutely, unless you absolutely need to go out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, for me, it's hard. I have, to, I have to, I have to go to my mom's at least once a week because she just can't be How's by she her. Doing? She's good. I just, I worry, you know? And so if I, if I'm going to take something to her, I don't go to the store and then bring it to her. I find out what she needs and I'll pick it up the, the night before, bring it home or leave it in the car. And then, come home so i'm not carrying anything on me and then go to the house straight from here you know so i try to what's the yeah. what's the what's like the time that it's active when it's airborne or whatever it's a few like four hours no, airborne well, cardboard it's like 24 right yes like other services like three to three to five days um mm. so but packaging cardboard packaging i think it's 24 hours yeah so just wash yeah. your hands just in case you know if you touch anything where you know, what I've been doing is when I prep any kind of food, I'll wash my hands before, during, and then when I'm about to eat, I'll wash them again, you know, just yeah. can't, can't be too careful. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, we're going to watch. I'm excited about Temple of Doom and Ghostbusters. This is getting right into my, like, this is really where I started to love movies, like this era, the mid 80s, where is, is really where I started to just, you know, get into going to the movie theater and seeing stuff and uh so i'm excited about these next few few weeks of movies here and you're gonna hate some because it's getting to a point where when you see people together you're just like what is that and (laughs) it just seems like weird now at least when i see things i was watching a show called um uh oh my god it's based in la and they're like trying to get on netflix have you seen it it's like a bunch of kids, and they're trying not to join this gang. No? Oh, there you go. On my block. Oh, you know what? I, I tried to watch that, um, and uh, it was okay. It just seemed like a little, I don't know. There's something it's about too it. young, right? Well, it just didn't seem accurate to me. Um, it just didn't yeah. seem like like not from, like I'm from like the, the ultimate Yeah, blo- I'm like four episodes in, and I don't know if I'm going to stay with it or sure, not. Definitely but. try Hentified. I think you'll like that better, Justine, because I did. Um, but it's, right, it's, I'll it, try that one. It's, it seems more authentic, and it's, it's genuinely funny and really good, but it seems a little bit more authentic, like, as far as, like, the way the... I don't know. There's something about that, the way that show went down. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It was weird. I, I mean, I liked elements of it. Me too. I'm rooting for the kids because I love that it's in L.A. and it's these, like, diverse kids, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But I'm not loving it like I want to. Oh. Yeah, well, try Hantified and tell me if you like it because I really laughed and I really related to the story. Um, and, it's you know, it takes place in East L.A. and Boyle Heights. So, you know, you'll... Uh, you, you'll you'll dig yeah, it. I'll try it. You'll dig it, and they shoot it like right in Boyle Heights too, so that's kind of cool too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, what do you guys are, are you guys? Let me ask you guys this: What has been your one thing in quarantine that you've appreciated? 
what's one thing you've appreciated about being, you know, quarantined? Is there anything that you've learned to appreciate? Anybody can answer. That my lifestyle is very health conscientious. Oh, now or before? Oh, before. So I don't get sick ever. I don't go out ever. We're so great. I was trying to figure out what you meant. I was like, what's he, what's he saying? Yeah. <laughs> you were way ahead of the curve, Jake. You were way, I was ahead. way ahead of the curve. Because you never like, went I anywhere. You stay home. You're like, oh, no. Oh, I have shit. to watch movies and play games. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Okay, I guess. John and I were talking about that. You know, John and I grew up in a time where there was even less to entertain yourself with than there is now. So this is yeah. this is really easy for us. You had to make your own fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were we were made for social distancing. Yeah. Well, you guys really are because yeah. you don't mind being in a screen in front of a screen for hours, and uh, yeah, and uh, it doesn't bother you. And, and you guys are even nope. better off than me and John because you'll sit and watch a movie. You'd be like, "Well, I'm going to watch this on my iPad," and me and John would be like, "What the hell? I need a TV at least." What is this? You know, I can't yeah. I can't watch it on my iWatch. But you guys will be like, "Yeah, I'm going to watch this movie." Watch something on my phone too. Fuck it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't quite got there yet, but uh, I do use embrace the the electronics for like you know reading books and all that stuff. I, you know, it's been a godsend. But uh, John, what have you learned to appreciate during this quarantine? What What do you like? What do you What, do you, what are you digging uh, well, about? I'm missing it? you guys. I guess that's yeah. one thing. I really I'm missing mm. that all of you guys in person. You know. Uh huh. Who do you miss the most? <laughs> I miss all of you equally. Mm-hmm. What? 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 Do you remember my answer last week? Do you remember what I said last week? Jeez. I know. You said you miss me the most. I know. <laughs> well, she lives with that. And you know what? Uh, you know, Justine, I should have said thank you. I was so flabbergasted. I couldn't believe you said that. I didn't even say thank you. I listened to the show. I'm like, gee, I didn't even say thanks, Justine. What an asshole. <laughs> It's not true, John. You don't have so to think it. I thought she must be kidding. It, it couldn't be right. You, know? you don't have to thank her for lying, John. You don't have to thank her for that at all. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> well, you know something? You know, Justine, I got a little something for your birthday, but I don't know when you're going to get it. Maybe next year. <laughs> okay, hopefully it doesn't die. Justine. It's not alive. Oh, okay. It's not alive. All it's right. uh, in, well, it's not anymore. Anime. It's a small inanimate object. So. Okay, damn it. Okay. Uh, maybe I could stick it in the mail. I is it stick it in the mail and you could open it with the. Yeah. Is it a Zuni fetish doll? Um, it's flat. It's about uh, eight by ten, and it's flat. Oh, eight by ten. Who's the eight by ten of? Let's see. It's either going to be Tom Holland. It's, it's gonna I was going to say, did you make a little air hole for Tom Holland to breathe? <laughs> Jesus! Oh my God, that's, that's creepy. That is creepy. Uh, yeah, so I guess I could yeah. give it to you like next year. I could mail it to you or whatever. But uh, my next birthday. Yeah, yeah, that's right. At this point, you might get it on your next birthday. Yeah, I guess it could double as a Christmas present if things are back to normal in December. Uh, double up. Uh, please uh. no, please no. Hey, if it's not during December, everyone's going to save money for Christmas. Ah, uh, yeah, for sure. That is true. Unless you mail it. <laughs> uh, what are you going to miss most about? What do you guys miss most about the, anything? Do you guys miss anything? Is there anything you miss doing? Just social interactions with people. Nah. Like, that's it's. I know Justine doesn't. Sometimes, yeah. 
I think I'm just, I'm glad I'm locked in with my family. Mm-hmm. If, if yeah, they live sure. somewhere else, then I would want to visit. So I don't care. Yeah, I'm with my family too and Sandy. And I, yeah, I, it's nice to be around people because I have a couple of friends who are living by themselves and they said it's kind of rough. Well, John, I mean, I think of John right away because John's, you know, yeah. John's by himself. Yeah, you know, though, uh, yeah. my brother, my brother lives next door. So I feel like that's, and really that's just about my only family right now. So I, I can see whatever good. I want. Yeah. Uh, so I feel lucky. But, but you know, the thing is I, I'm not under quarantine. I'm, I'm going in that five days a week. I'm going into work. So I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything really, except, uh, I miss going to Amoeba and I miss going into a movie theater. Barnes <laughs> and Noble. Yeah, I feel like uh, I, if I was working, I would miss more things because you're kind of going through a regular day. Yeah. Like everything's closed. That would bother me. Right. It's kind of funny because um, right before this happened, I kind of had a feeling it might happen. And so I took one last trip to Amoeba and one last trip to Romans, and I caught onward down at the Regal La Habra. And I just had an inkling that maybe we were heading towards something where they were going to start shutting things down. And sure enough, about a week later, I said, well, I'm glad I took that last tour of all my favorite places because they're all closed now. Wow. Yeah, I think Jake and Patrick and I watched a movie before it all went down. We uh-huh. saw Onward a couple of days before, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was like maybe two days. How was Onward, yeah. guys? Yeah. Very good. Oh, it's so great. good. Is it really? Yeah. It's gonna yeah. be on. It's gonna Super be on cute. Disney Disney Plus like next week. I don't know week, if you should watch it. Oh. Next week. It's a, oh yeah. You know what? It's about brothers. It's a heart. It's a heart tugger. It's about brothers. I still have one brother. Brothers and daddy issues. Is I still have another brother. A holes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were trying to be nice. I have a. We're, I, we're trying to be. We are trying to be sensitive, Mario. <laughs> I, I have a backup I'm, brother, guys. Don't worry. He's all listen, <laughs> assholes. I don't need that. <laughs> no, that I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. After the fact, yeah. No, it's beautifully done. So, beautifully done. So, ins- so insincere. Oh, yeah, I, I really appreciate it. Hey, you got Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. I mean, it's perfect, you know? Yeah, oh, that's they're, great. They're a good match. They're good. I love it. Who's you the better? Brothers. Who's the better brother? Who do you like better? <laughs> Tom Chris. Holland. Chris Pratt is a better brother. Chris, Chris Pratt, best brother. Well... I mean, give him a no. He gave up his shot. I can't. No, 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 no. Uh, don't, Shut don't, up, Steve. Chris don't, Pat, don't. Chris Pratt, best brother. At the end, you find out Norman Bates is his own mother. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Spoiler alert. You find out Max was really Mr. Bailey the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about that? Oh, what a look again. Yeah, whatever it was, I was just gonna say, whatever it was, whatever it was, what? Jimmy Stewart's dad from <laughs> Mr. Bailey. No, <laughs> he wasn't dead at all. Really? <laughs> Mr. Bailey, you once called me a miserable old man. Oh, I love it. All right, guys, I love you guys. We could do this all day. Let people just sure. hear our conversation, and uh, I let it ramble a little bit sure. at the end because it just felt good to be talking with you guys again, and. Man, yeah. I, I miss you guys. Yeah, and, uh, yeah it is nice. We're all going to see each other again real soon, and uh, well, at least in the next twelve months. Yeah, well, see you, next, see you next year, guys. Listen, I'd rather wait six months and us all be healthy and happy than yes, yes. To, right, absolutely. Try to come it's back together. 
Be the, do the smart thing, everyone. Yeah, please stay, stay, home. stay home, stay healthy. If you do have to go out, take your precautions, wash those hands. You know, pre, pre, I almost said pre, please practice social distancing. I, I go walking on this sidewalk here behind my house. There's a really nice bike trail that runs all the way. I can walk almost three miles back and forth. Wow. Um, nice. And uh, there's a bike path and there's a bike lane. And there's a lot, there's plenty of space. And I can't tell you how many people will take up the whole walkway and uh, I'll get over in the street or they'll see me and make a beeline towards me. It's like, guys, we got to, we got to maintain our social distance, guys. We're trying not to breathe mm-hmm. each other's air, you know? So That's just right. be, be, be mindful of others when you're out there and, uh, you know, keep it, keep at it, fight the power. Don't, don't stop fighting see, the power. You know? I am prepared for this. Don't hug me. Don't touch me. Yeah, Justine's going to survive. If anybody, it's Justine. <laughs> don't touch me. Don't hug me. Don't look at me. It's perfect. I'm telling you, Patrick and I have been prepped since we started dating. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's right. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going to gargle. I got to go gargle with uh, Lysol. So I'm going to wrap it up, guys. Uh, for Jake, for Patrick, for Justine, for John Sandy, we say... By the power. This transmission ends now. Wash your hands. Stay home. <laughs>